0: welcome guys to another podcast episode my name is riele for those who don't know me and i teach english here on this podcast and also on my social media i do have a big announcement to make i'm so excited to announce that um so as you guys know i speak portuguese as my first language as my native language and so when i teach english on my instagram and my youtube channel i tend to speak portuguese and make portuguese posts teaching English, which makes hard for you who are not Brazilian or don't speak Portuguese to learn English. I understand that and I want to help you. So that's why now my social media are going to be in English. So both Instagram and YouTube are going to be English. So I'm gonna teach you how to communicate in English and English. It's going to be such a challenge for me as well because when you explain something in your native language, that's easier to be done. But when you explain English, speaking English that's a little bit harder especially if English is not your first language so I feel that it's a big challenge that I'm already to dive in and uh, and do so if you don't follow me there because I do tend to speak Portuguese on those platform no don't worry anymore just check the description box down below click on the links and follow me there because right now I am going to start teaching English. I'm gonna I'm gonna start teaching English in English. I have another big announcement to make is that I have a blog, you guys. You can learn English with me in so many different ways. And I think that a blog may give you a better idea of things to study. And like if you're studying something and you want more resources, my blog would be a great channel to go. I just um launched my first my first post where I talked about five steps to become fluent in English and that's actually our topic today. So as I said before if you don't follow me there if you don't know about my blog I'm gonna live leave everything listed in the description box down below so please 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 make sure to check it out and then subscribe to my platform and to my social media. I am very thankful that you're here that I chose uh, this podcast to learn a little bit of, English and I, and I hope that you're um, you're you're being able to learn something with me, and um, I am really thankful for your support and kindness. But let's get into today's topic. We're gonna talk about how to become fluent in English. I would like to start by saying that when I started, um, I had no idea how to learn English by myself. I had to figure things out. Internet back then was still super slow, wasn't as developed as it is today. YouTube wasn't a thing. No, it wasn't. And um, therefore, I didn't have many resources, you know, to learn, to really learn English. So, I feel that now, you know... Um, we have YouTube, we have internet, we have blogs, we have so many other ways to help us learn a language that it became easier. Because I went through all of that, I was so lost for a very, very long time. I feel that I can share some experience with you guys, some mistakes I made that my students today make, and hopefully help you avoid making those same mistakes um so learn from someone who has already experienced everything you are experiencing right now that has already gone through what you've been going through right now and i reached a point where i am fluent in english and i'm trying to improve my english as we never stop learning um i'm actually taking pronunciation classes so that's a little bit fun uh, because i want to give my best and to be my best um in speaking english so i want to share with you some steps that may help you in your journey so if you're deciding whether or not you should learn english this is the first video the first podcast the first audio the first everything you need to pay attention listen and learn from Um, because what i'm gonna share here it's valuable so let's go to our step number one it will sound cheesy but bear with me okay be patient The first important thing you need to do is to have in mind why you want to learn English. So grab a piece of paper and write it down your whys. And this is very important as at one point in your journey, you'll feel stressed, frustrated, discouraged, sad, even mad. And these negative feelings can not only affect your studies, but can convince you to quit. Can you imagine studying for so long to only quit after some time? Like you're gonna waste so much time, energy, paper, money, and all for nothing. To avoid quitting, it's super important to understand that those feelings are common among people who are learning a second language and that your why is very meaningful and important to you. So worse than quitting learning English is to never accomplish your dreams or goals frustrations and all of those feelings are normal but how you deal with them that will determine if you either become fluent or not so write down your why or your why's and read them every single day so you are reminded of your purpose and the purpose of so many sacrifices you're making step number two you should establish short-term and long-term goals and that is very important Um, Because you're going to start to organize yourself to become fluent. So you need goals, you need steps, you need actions to become fluent. If you don't have long-term goals and short-term goals, you don't know where you're going, when, how. You are lost. So without organization and planning, you won't get far. And to avoid your journey cut short, it's important to plan. And if you're not an organized person, there are several ways that you can search for help. You can hire a mentor. So I help people uh, with this, actually. So I offer mentoring and consulting where I can help people to not only determine those goals, but also to create a schedule, a study routine. Um, You can also ask a friend or you can watch videos on YouTube or come back to another podcast episode here because I plan to do one and help you um, organize yourself. So let's talk about first your long-term goal. It should be realistic. And what do I mean by that? So you won't become fluent by studying for 10 minutes a day for six months. That's not going to happen. So be realistic with your goals so you don't get frustrated or discouraged because it's really easy for you to compare yourself to others. You compare your progress to others' progress, but you don't know what this person is doing. And so if you know that you're only studying 10 minutes a day and the person might be studying two hours a day, you know now why the person is more advanced than you are. So let's make it this more clear. I'm going to give you an example. Let's take a look into Joanna's life, right? She's passionate about traveling on her and her biggest dream is to move to Australia. For that to happen, Joanna decided to start planning. She writes down all she needs to move there. She needs a visa, money, sponsor, housing, English. So some things will take some time to be ready, to get ready. So she decides that two years from now is when she wants to move there. It's realistic. She has a lot of time to figure things out. Two years is plenty of time. So she has two years to save up money, figure out housing and visa, find herself a sponsor, and learn English. So this is lo- Joanna's long-term goal. Move to Australia. Australia in two years. Now she needs short-term goals to accomplish the long-term goal. So these short-term goals will help her to get what she wants ultimately. And they will be the means by how she accomplishes her plans. So she starts researching about visas, housing, better ways to immigrate to Australia. Um, that will take some time and some research. But she also, know that, she also knows that learning English takes time and she needs to start doing it right now. So she starts learning English. She decides to buy an online English course and plans to be fluent in 2 years. Very realistic. Okay, so that those are the short-term goals. Now, how will she accomplish that? So she need she needs steps. She needs like a plan and a strategy. So she has decided that 3-4 months are enough to go up on level. Okay. And to be faithful to her commitment, she agreed on studying every day for two hours. Okay, so now she established her goals and she is coming up um, with ways to accomplish those goals. So studying every day, two hours. And also she has to establish, you know, what to do in what day she'd study, what topic, um, how she would do it, the materials she's going to use. And that way she will avoid wasting time and money so she would avoid study for eight years and not being able to communicate still so write down your goals your long-term and short-term goals and then step number three set a realistic doable routine so you started out being really excited you're very motivated you want to learn english and it's really normal that you start by studying hours and hours to come the first day you study for five hours then the following day four and then that amount of time starts um decreasing as the day as days pass and that's why because your excitement also decreases you don't feel as excited anymore um so don't start it out with everything you have with all the energy Um, Create yourself a doable routine. You know that four hours, three hours are long periods of studying. And some people will not be able to do that. They will not be able to focus for that long. They're going to get tired. They're going to get distracted. They'll have other things to do. There are some days that they won't have three hours in a row to spend um, on studying. So it needs to be doable. Look at your routine, at your calendar. And see what you can change, things that you can sacrifice and stop doing, and things that um, you can do less, or you just have to rearrange your calendar. You should study consistently every single day, weekends included. Yeah, there's no, there are no days off. And I suggest you to study for at least one hour a day. Less, and and um, you know less. Less than an hour, I don't think it's enough, in my personal opinion. This one hour, you should immerse yourself in English and um, combine classes with practice. If you're not part of an English community that offer live practice classes such as my course, um, OSF Flow English, you can practice using the imitation technique, you can make videos, you can also create your own podcast to practice your English and you don't have to share with others. It can be a very personal podcast or personal videos. You can also get yourself a friend and teach this friend and have conversations with this friend or if you don't have anyone, you can also teach a ghost. Um, I remember when I was in college and I was struggling with some classes. And to study for, the, for those classes, I would, um, I would stick paper on the wall and I would pretend that I had students in my room and I would just teach them. So that kind of helped me. But and to practice your listening, you can also choose dialogue, you can choose videos, audios. Um, but it's very important that you choose those things um, with the same topic as the lesson you're studying right now. You can also plan what days you will study a specific subject and what days you will review what you have studied. Um, and then what days you'll have conversation classes and watch movies as part of your studies. So you have to plan it out every single day and what you're going to do in every single day. So Monday, maybe I'm going to start lesson number one for module basic one. And then the second day, Tuesday, I'm going to do a practice class. And then, you know, you just have to plan it out what you're going to do so that you avoid wasting time and money again. When making your schedule, keep in mind that studying in the morning is better, in my personal opinion. You'll be more rested, you will absorb more information, and also will avoid skipping a day of study. Have you ever thought, I'll do it later? Well, I have time, I'll do it later. Or, you know, um, I can't do this right now, but yeah, I can do it around 6. But later arrives and you never do it you ended up never doing it so that's very common and that's why studying first thing in the morning will help you to be on track if you are struggling with this i offer the mentoring consulting sessions and i can help you to create a study plan and routine that better fit your business schedule step number four decide what mental method- methodology you will follow so you gotta know yourself as a student ask yourself how do i better learn by watching videos by reading by listening by seeing pictures so for example i learn better listening and watching videos i also learn and remember things better when i do it if i only see it i will know what to do or remember what to do um, if you give me a lot of instructions yeah that won't work for me i will know what to do but as I start doing and making mistakes and correcting myself, I just realize that's how it should be done. So, let's start with describing methodology. What is the meaning of methodology? Well, it's a method system used in a specific study field or activity. And it's an important teaching element as it will help students to reach their goals easier and faster so i see methodology like the strategy a teacher uses to pass that knowledge to the students and even further methodology is a shortcut to fluency but you have to be very careful in choosing one there are so many methodologies out there and you have to pick one that will benefit you the most the methodology you follow will determine your progress and how well you understand a concept so ponder how you better learn and align And align it with a methodology. The one I use to teach my students—it's one that I created myself. It's called Triage. It's a Portuguese name, so you can say (laughs) Triadie, which is made of practice, repetition, and memorization. Oftentimes, I hear my students complaining: "I can't remember this word. I can't remember new vocabulary. I can't remember things," Um, and they're focused so much. On the remembering part and the um, memorization part that they forget that practice repetition and memorization are consequences so what I believe is that you know to to have as much contact with English so I believe that you need to have as much contact with English as possible Then the student needs to practice everything they read and learn about. If you don't repeat, you won't remember. So if I drive here today, if I'm learning how to drive, so I am driving today, but then I don't drive for the following 30 days. Well, if when I drive again, I won't remember how to do so. So if you don't repeat, you won't remember. That's logical. So repeat dialogues, review past lessons, and, and that will help your brain absorb such information. And by consequence, you will memorize words, phrases, and expressions. You won't have to be stressed out about it. Following my method, learning English won't be so boring. And then, stepper number five, last but not least, practice. So, do you ride a bike? Do you drive? Do you cook? Well, if yes, how did you learn to do those things? by watching videos only? I suppose not. You won't learn how to do anything by only watching, reading, and listening someone teach you. You will learn by practicing getting your hand dirty and going all in. I understand that the fear of exposing yourself and the fear of making mistakes are present. Some even think I will only practice when I know a lot or when I feel better prepared. But I hate to break it to you. That will never happen without putting yourself out there. The confidence, the feeling that you're ready will only come if you start practicing now. Those are things that need time to be built. You won't feel prepared until you do it. There's no way in heaven that you will learn how to communicate in English without communicating in English. What do you do if you don't know anything? Well, you study and work with what you have. If you can only talk about basic things, such as what's your name, you should practice that. Learn what you don't know and go from there. Don't worry about things that you don't know, but focus on the things that you do know. Step by step and stone by stone, the easiness um, of speaking English will come and you will find yourself already saying your first sentences in English. But don't give up. So sit down and start planning your studies. Be organized and be resilient. You'll need to change study strategies from time to time, normal, and you'll need to overcome negative feelings and thoughts. I know it's easier said than done, but as soon as the thought of it's too difficult for me, I won't be able to learn this, I'll never learn this, you should shift to how can I learn this? I can do this. This is not that difficult. Be careful with what you tell yourself and the actions you take. They will determine your future. And that's it from me today, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, supporting my work, for supporting me on my social media. Um, Also, you know, if you don't follow me on Instagram, YouTube, and if you don't know my blog, I'm going to put it all in the description box down below, all the links, everything you need to know. As I mentioned, guys, um, I do offer some services. I offer consulting and mentoring sessions. I also have an English, an online English course that it's one of the best ones so far out there. And it's all in my website, on my website. You can click on the link down below as well and go to my website and check it out my work. And I thank you so, so much. I hope to see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.